This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Nothing gets more baseball than this song. It's nice to think baseball, even uh, uh, when it's uh, when it's we're not even to Christmas yet. It's nice to think about it. It's nice to think about uh, as soon as you get past the holidays, start thinking about pitchers and catchers reporting, and uh, and getting to the uh, the new year and the new season. I don't know if COVID is going to affect the new season or not. We just keep playing the waiting game. We know the NBA is going to start here pretty soon, and uh, that they're going back to their original stadiums, and uh, we'll see how that goes. College basketball is getting started. College football is having a lot of issues, uh, a lot of games getting dropped, a lot of teams getting dropped, but um, they're, they're playing what they can, and they're, they're letting players get some games in and, and producing. The sports world is, is still obviously shook by uh, even the NFL. we got a game going on right now, the, uh, the NFL. Ravens and Steelers, uh, 12-7 at halftime is that Steelers leaf. So everything's a little quirky, but we're getting some sports. And uh, and the one, the, well, two that we're in between right now, basketball uh, and baseball, but baseball getting close. But it's a great time to learn some stories. We start Hour 2, big thanks to Hour 1 sponsor, of course, Dale Southwick Pharmacy and Cody's Corner Drugs. Dale Southwick Pharmacy in South Shores on First Drive. Coley's Corner Drugs, Erica Spot up north, Dale and Rita and Lauren and the whole crew always taking care of us and uh, being a sponsor of everything we do. We can't tell you how much we appreciate them. Our two sponsor uh, is Bory Law Offices, Andy Bory, downtown Decatur. Specialize in bankruptcy, family law. Get the will updated. If you don't have a will, get a will. Give them a holler at 422-2400. Andrew Bory Law Offices, downtown Decatur. A lot of things you don't want to have to deal with. Divorce bankruptcy but if you do need them they're going to help you through that process uh again 422-2400 this is the eric lee show with rich and courtney carson brought to you by earth mover credit union i've gone to the hoodie uh for people wondering uh i am <laughs> quarantining from home after a small trip uh doing the show from home courtney and dom are, are in the studios mm-hmm. and uh i've got i've made the move it, yeah. it, you know the sun's going down yeah so uh uh, but but the good thing is, uh, on we march. Hour two, this this is pretty cool. Dominique uh, has found a few stories for us over the next few weeks, a few guests to chat with, and this one is uh, going to be super interesting as we uh, as we take a peek and, and go to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit hotlines as we get a chance to talk about one of the co-founders of uh, the company called Momentum Films. Mm-hmm. Um, his co- co-founder alongside him is Trevor Bauer, uh, pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds, of course, now reigning Cy Young champion. Uh, but we get a chance to talk with Tyke Green. Tyke, welcome, and uh, and how are you today? I'm good, guys. Appreciate you uh, letting me on your guys' show. So I'm pretty excited about it. Love the idea. You're going to hear from Dominique here in a minute uh, as well. She found you, and I thought it was a really cool idea. I'm just learning about the company and, mm-hmm. and seeing the stories and what you guys offer on YouTube. Uh, Tyke, how did this start? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a long story. Uh, so Trevor and I had met up at a training facility in Kent Washington is called Driveline Baseball. Uh, the the founder of Driveline actually works at the Cincinnati Reds now. And uh, I used to train Trevor back in the day. I was a pitcher myself, and uh, okay. we became friends through that. And uh, I had grown an interest for film over that time. And back in 2018, um, I was down in spring training with Trevor. And mm-hmm. as, as most people know, Trevor is, uh, is uh, very outspoken. And yeah. his uh, outspoken uh, habits had a... Uh, Got him in some trouble with the media, as uh, as is not maybe not surprising to some of you guys. But uh, we were he was really mad about it. He had been called into the principal's office, uh, like the front office, basically to have a talk, a stern talking to, and 
um, a lot of things were taken out of context, like he said. Uh, basically, yeah. we, um, I was there, and he had gotten back. It was like 11 o'clock at night, and uh, we decided to go for a drive uh, just out to the middle of nowhere. He was just so mad. He had just bought a nice sports car, so he was like, I want to take this for a drive. Let's, let's drive for a couple hours. I'm like, yeah, sure, yes. why not? And he was basically venting to me on the ride there about how he felt that if he was if there's a narrative about him in the media, um, there is really no way for him to combat that, whether it was true or not. Um, besides if he just went on his Instagram and just like, Hey, like those allegations right. are false. Right. It's, there's not, it's not super strong and there's not like a strong person there. Like if there's, if he's made enemies with six or seven, you know, beat reporters, uh, those beat reporters could really just hold his narrative up for hostage in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Not mm-hmm. saying that they did or didn't, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, weight on their side, whereas Trevor didn't have much um, on his side. So kind yeah, of that yeah. round trip of three hours when we got back at like 2 a.m., we had kind of hashed the plans for uh, a, a loosely based idea around immediate network for players, where players are in control of their narrative. Um, we just give them the tools to help tell their story. So was, uh, The Players they, Tribune, did, did that exist yet? Which is, which is storytelling just, you know, pen and paper. Yeah, yeah. So players should be like we had. It existed at that point, but um, I hadn't known too much about it. Um, yeah, LeBron. LeBron uninterrupted. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's written piece, and we didn't feel that there was much for baseball. I mean, obviously, basketball and football are just more popular sports, so it makes sense to devote resources towards that. But uh, we just didn't really see anything for baseball specifically. Um, gotcha. So. Yeah. It was a it was a problem that we saw there, and then kind of from then we just started building up the idea of like what can we do to make this a reality. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the the humble beginnings was uh, yeah back I, in twenty eighteen. Yeah, it, when did when did the website actually launch? What was the first story? The first story, <laughs> it's actually funny. Did you start uh, with one story? Or did you throw a bunch of content up? It, it, yeah, so we kind of threw a bunch of stuff at the wall to see if it stuck. So uh, in January. We launched, and about a month before that, we're like, oh, we should probably get some more stuff that isn't just you, Trevor. So it doesn't feel like it's just, like, Trevor's, okay, yeah. you know, side side project. <laughs> so <laughs> we did this ridiculous two-week trip where we went to visit uh, Mike Clevenger mm. uh, in Florida, uh, Leonis Martin, who had just recovered from some crazy illness. Uh, so we did a story on him. And then mm. we went to, oh, man, I'm so nuts. We went to Puerto Rico for six days to follow Javi Baez and uh, Jose Barrios. And so <laughs> just basically 12 days of nonstop content, and we've created as much content out of that as possible, whether it was long-form yeah. videos and social media videos, just anything that I could do. And it was just me. So I was just oh, wow. making as many clips as possible, trying to do as much clickbait kind of viral clips, like Javi Baez and – uh, and, yeah. and Jose Barrios have a you know a charity event like yeah, watch here and stuff like that. So um, you know that's j- when just we from being started. just somewhat connected. I mean, did did you get connected with the player? I mean, I, Trevor must have done, uh, and maybe you've got the connection from working in baseball too. But just the the contact of players is so hard to form to formulate. I mean, you tell somebody you're starting a business, they might not you know necessarily catch on to it. But you want to start this this idea of a video company, I mean, was it pretty receptive by the players and, you know, I, I guess the media handlers of baseball and the teams? 
Yes and no. So when we explain the idea to players and we just didn't have anything up, they're just like, ah, you know, no. like maybe it sounds <laughs> interesting. Uh, but when we, uh, Mike Clevenger was a good example. We had said, yeah. like, hey, Mike, we're going to come out there, film a story on you. It's going to be great. And probably this is his Trevor mind is like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, we, 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 as soon as we went out there and started filming, uh, his whole attitude changed. It was, uh, yeah. it was amazing. He was just like, oh, this is what it's like? Oh, sweet. I'm going to totally be myself. I feel super comfortable. So once we kind of got over that hump, that That's awesome. it, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a friend versus an enemy, where players have been for so long, they just, they've been told that, you know, oh, be careful what you say around media and stuff, right. which it's unfortunate, sure. but um, it's just been that kind of learning curve of getting players to understand that we're, we're not out to get you. <laughs> we're here, yeah. we're here to my, help. Uh, my limited connection, one thing I've learned about baseball players is I feel like they're the ones that just want to be treated like dudes the most. Like, they, they just want to have a beer and tell stories. They don't necessarily, you know, they, yeah, they love kids and they love being fans, but, you know, it's not always uh, – I, I just I feel like they're very down to earth. I, they're, they're, you know, they just, they just want to talk a little bit and chat if, and if, as long as they don't feel endangered by what they could say. Uh, you, you're going to be able to find some really cool stories. I'm sure, I'm sure you've got a 1,000 in the pipeline that, that you know you want to do. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think we're now starting to, <laughs> starting to catch a momentum. But uh, we – Who named I it? I think now – you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, who <laughs> named it? Um, it's, it's funny. We, it took us like three months to come up with a name we had just tried to figure out things that kind of made sense and like if what like if there's like domains out there that we could use but momentum uh you know we wanted something that had like some kind of trajectory of moving forward and pushing the game forward so momentum you know there's a lot the watch momentum was what we used for like uh, our website and things because we were able to secure that domain but a lot of it was just is the domain available is the social media handles available? So it was a lot of, you know, plug and play. They're, like, Momentum is not any name that we've thought of over you know, 10 to 15 years. It's just a, a name that worked out for all intents and purposes yeah. uh, for business-wise. So uh, it works. We like it. Uh, the logo yeah. works, too. Uh, so we're happy with it. Well, you can support a lot of ways. I know Dominique will let her ask you a couple questions here in a minute, but I just noticed you have a shop on the website. Um, very simplistic, but, uh, you know, some kind of funny T-shirts. I assumed I was going to find free Joe Kelly shirts on here, but Houston <laughs> cheated shirts. Uh, Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Baseball isn't boring. You know, uh, unwritten rules. You know, there, there's some stuff on here and shirts, you know, 25 bucks and stuff. It, it's it's kind of neat. It, it is the... Is the product line? I mean, that's just a secondary thing, I, I would assume, but but it's something else that that, that could catch people's uh, attention. I, I love the Houston yeah. cheated T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do too. It's uh, you know, we think of ourselves as a very a very progressive uh, baseball media company. So uh, anything to kind of help our brand mission push forward. You know, obviously throwing merch up there is great. It's not obviously uh, the large driver of our business, but. Uh, you know, that, that stuff is fun to do, and we love to see people uh, rock our stuff and support the messages that we put out there. So it's a, it's a good time for sure. Yeah. Um, is this is this time, not necessarily, I know Christmas you'll take probably a break, but uh, is the off-season busy, busy, or is it? Are you, do you, are you, is the goal to, to launch the same amount of content, whether you're in season or not, or to ramp it up when the season's in, or is this the easiest time to get to guys? I mean, it obviously is, it's an easier time to get to yeah. guys, but... Yeah, definitely the easier time to do long-form stuff with guys. So kind of how we look at like our content schedule is what can we film in the off-season to supplement ourselves for the in-season stuff, and then mm-hmm. what can we capture during the season 
that can supplement ourselves for the off season. So it's kind of like a, a checkerboard kind of scenario. So what can we do in the four months that allows us to be fine for the season? And then what can we film in season that'll let us be fine for the off season? So it's a tricky thing. Uh, baseball players just, you know, six or seven months out of the year, they're just traveling all over. And then obviously they're going to want to take some time off. So really with holidays, we have about, you know, two months, maybe, maybe a little bit less to yeah. film our long form content with guys and, uh, it is difficult, but uh, now that we're in year two, uh, a lot more guys are, are reaching out to us. And they're like, hey, you know, I have this kind of cool story. It would be interesting if you guys help me film it. And I'm like, yeah, well, let's do it. So That's great. Um, hopefully as time That's changes, great. we'll uh, get more and more uh, inbound leads versus outbound uh, efforts. Yeah. So. yeah. Again, on the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotline, we're talking to Taiki Green. He's co-founder of Momentum Films, a website uh, where you can see a little bit of everything uh, is, is watch-momentum.com. At least that's what I'm seeing is the homepage anyway, watch-momentum.com. Um, and uh, Dominique found found this great conversation. Mm-hmm. This company is founded with Cy Young, uh, current Cy Young winner, uh, Trevor Bauer of the Reds. Uh, Dom, you found it. You, obviously, this is uh, something you've been peeking at for quite some time that, that caught your interest. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking at it uh, since before the season began. I've been really interested following Trevor Bauer's uh, just kind of rise to the top. Uh, I mean, he's had his up and up and downs in um, with Cleveland, and then uh, to see what he did this year, I just got to ask uh, Taiki. Uh, this season has been, you know, it's been a historical season for Trevor. Obviously, uh, just winning the Cy Young and uh, just showing everyone who he is. Uh, what was it like to to be a part of that historical season? I mean, you're not on screen you're you're behind the camera but you're along for the ride what's what's that been like it's it's just cool to see somebody achieve such a singularly focused goal i don't have very many i don't think i know anybody that has that has had such a single focused goal i have a lot of people friends that are i want to be rich uh, i want to be famous they're like relatively ambiguous goals like what is rich or you know what's that level but trevor yeah. for the last 15 to 20 years of his life his only goal has been to win a Cy Young. It has been his wow. phone background wow. for 10 to 15 years. He went to the Baseball Hall of Fame when he was younger. He took a picture of the Cy Young Award. And it has been every day when he wakes up and when, before he goes to bed, he looks at that lock screen and it's the Cy Young Award. So for him, like I mean, at the end of the day, Trevor's my best friend. So for him to achieve that goal, I mean, it got me emotional when we were there and with all his family there. That's awesome. uh, just to see uh, to, for him to win that award after so much of what he's gone through, the uh, ridicule and just the just having the Trojan horse's way to the top, um, it was really cool to see. So um, being a part of that, however small role I played, uh, was pretty awesome. I, I really felt like uh, like I, I was almost as, as if I wanted. Uh, uh, I was just that ecstatic. So it was pretty awesome, uh, especially with him vlogging the entire season as well. Um, mm. A lot of things hit well for us yeah, amidst the, the terribleness of 2020. So yeah. it was a pretty he, cool experience. He's going to run into people that are going to say it was a shortened season. He's a Cy Young winner. He's the best pitcher. He's the <laughs> best pitcher in baseball, hands down to me. I couldn't believe the odds you know, were, were um, better for him. You know, People could have made some decent money by betting on him just to, to win that award. Uh, but now, right. it, 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 does he have another goal of winning it again, you know, in a long-form season? I mean, it should not be reduced whatsoever, but you might as well say let's do it again. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. He 
he knows that like we were talking about it midway through the year when it was looking pretty good. He's like, of course, of course, I'm going to win the Cy Young when it's a shortened season because <laughs> then the people are going to uh, argue that I didn't win it right. So uh, I'm happy I won it, obviously, but um, you know he's going to set sights on a 162 game season and winning it that way just to you know re- just relinquish all doubt that mm-hmm. he is undeniably. Uh, the best pitcher. I, li- so. I liked this guy from the time. You, you remember the, the throw the ball over the fence situation? Uh, <laughs> of course. I, I liked of him. Course. I liked him instantly because he owned it um, mm. right away. He just—I I can't remember exactly what he said. I think he was like, "I don't know why he did that." You know, he's just like, "It's like, no, this guy's—he's a real dude." You know, and, and what's misinterpreted the most by him? I don't know. Is a hothead? Is he? Is he? Can, is, people say he's a hothead. I, I don't. What, what's wrong that that the media might say or that people might think? I think that he is just very blunt. And I think in today's world, like people are usually like, um, I'll say careful with their words, but they'll try to like articulate and try to make sure it doesn't really ruffle any feathers. But Trevor PC just shoots possible. it straight. Yeah. And I think a lot of people misconstrue that as, oh, like he has like this objective with it. But he really is just saying exactly what is on his mind and just says it. Like as soon as it pops in his brain, he's just like, "I'm going to say it exactly this way," and that's exactly how I feel. So uh, it's something that I admire, especially given like all the ridicule that he gets for it, and continues to stay true to himself. But I think that's probably the most most understood part is that he really is just speaking exactly what he feels and exactly how he wants to say it unapologetically. And I think that just is different than what we're used to, especially in today's uh, media and world. So. Yeah, I think that's the toughest part. So speaking sure. of, uh, you know, Trevor just kind of saying whatever he wants, uh, kind of being blunt, you know, he talks about the, the free Joe Kelly, talks about Houston cheated, has no problem uh, throwing Rob Manfred under the bus or going to <laughs> social media, you know. Uh, do you guys ever kind of just say, you know, you or his agent, Rachel Luba, do you guys ever just kind of say, Trevor, maybe tone it down a bit, or have you guys gotten to the point where it's like, Trevor's going to say what he wants, and we're just going to let him go. Well, He's a- depending on, like, who's involved, we'll, like, Trevor will either, like, consult with us, like, before he sends out a tweet, and he's like, hey, can I say this? Um, and most of the time, I'm like, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm I, one to, like, if he is fine saying what he wants to say um, with that platform, then by all means, go for it. Um, now that he uh, is at, like, a spot where, He's more of in the public eye now. He does have a team around him that kind of proofreads a little bit here and there. But most mm-hmm. of the time, it's like, go for it. Um, I, I, I don't want to censor uh, you or anybody. I think you have the freedom to say what you want to say. So, um, you know, go, by all means, go for it. But uh, there is some proofread process that we have in place now. So uh, it's, right. it's, it's getting there. Uh, so you guys filmed the entire COVID season. Obviously, Trevor vlogs, so, you know, he's he's handling the camera. Uh, I know you guys do a lot of stuff as well. Uh, you, you do the dinner, you do the, the different uh, just training regiments and whatnot. Uh, would you say it was definitely harder with this COVID season? I mean, there's definitely things you couldn't do. You guys couldn't even do the, the dinners with uh, former players uh, anymore. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we had a lot, 2020, we had a lot of uh, plans going into it that were completely thrown out the window. Um, so we had to be kind of lighten our feet, and I thought we did a pretty good job adjusting. I mean, 2020, in terms of our company, was a really, really good year for us. We saw our biggest growth. Um, 
I think it was due to just, we have a small team, so we're able to pivot pretty quickly. Uh, like that vlog that we had, uh, we hadn't even considered that idea until like maybe seven to 10 days before we even launched it. Um, we just thought that we needed something. And I had watched uh, a couple of the NBA bubble vlogs. I thought they were super compelling. So I figured Trevor's probably the only player in baseball that is fine holding a DSLR camera in front of his face uh, in the clubhouse. So I figured, why not? Let's go for it. And then I had a camera to his clubhouse. He got all squared away. And then within five days, we were kind of rolling. So um, I thought it was a good year for us. Uh, obviously, I wish things could have gone differently. But, you know, COVID is what she is. So we, uh, we adjusted. And I'm pretty happy with how the results came out to be. And you guys, uh, Trevor, ran into some issues uh, with filming, like in the locker rooms. Or I, I know he did a lot of filming of his uh, his COVID tests, uh, whether he was yeah. in his truck or whatnot. Uh, did you guys run into some some other troubles that maybe Trevor didn't film that you're able to to talk about? Yeah, um, I'll talk about it generally. But um, there were some people within MLB. You know, maybe higher up, you know, make your uh, judgments based on that, uh, that we're not super happy about uh, the liability issue of, like, Trevor roaming around with a camera. Obviously, like, we have no intentions of showing somebody's COVID tests or, like, uh, if, like, somebody had a positive test. We have no, I have no business in uh, basically violating any HIPAA laws. Uh, so those were the issues that they were just scared that Trevor might be a, a loose top, but, um, you know, we're not that egregious. We have no business in trying to violate anything like that. We're just trying to show inside access to the game. So uh, we ran into a few issues um, with uh, some outside uh, people uh, that were related to that as well as the, some of the higher-ups at, uh, at MLB, but uh, I won't say any names, but uh, they weren't super happy uh, about that. But, um, I mean... We were tiptoeing the line. Uh, it's something new. There isn't any rules in place for that. So uh, I'd be curious to see what you know, the next few season looks like. Um, if other players do want to do these vlogs and all that, uh, how teams will handle that. But because, you know, there isn't any rules for <laughs> players filming with vlogs, it's kind of a gray area. And I think yeah. that um, it's, it's tough for uh, those higher ups to kind of control that because it's it's something so new and it's happening right in front of their face. Now you do sorry, a lot of. We're... Oh, sorry. Uh, just last question I was going to say is that you do a lot of the behind the scenes uh, with a lot of the different videos. Uh, I'm an avid momentum watcher. You know, you and I talked about it before we before we got on here. Uh, is there like a certain video that that you're a big fan of? Like if you were to just sit down and watch, or one that you're more into to filming than the others. That's a good question. Um, I'd say some of my favorites were I really enjoyed uh, creating uh, Trevor's farewell video. It's basically like a, a a letter that Trevor wrote to Cleveland thinking about his time there. Uh, I had a really good time putting that together because, um, you know, Cleveland was a transformative experience for Trevor, and, you know, I'd known him through that entire process, and he really grew into his own uh, being in Cleveland, and uh, I think the city uh, – that really helped him kind of get that confidence that he needed. Um, so I really like putting those kind of pieces together where it's, uh, it goes beyond uh, a player. It involves an entity like the Indians and it involves a city like Cleveland. So that's a good story that I liked. Um, another one that I'd say is we, uh, we did a Sandlot game 
uh, back in, in March when COVID had put a stop to the season. Um, a bunch of guys were still in Arizona, so we rounded up about, I don't know, like 15 big leaguers in Arizona, and we threw together this uh, charity wiffle ball game. We live-streamed it. Um, we raised like $30,000, $20,000 $20 for uh, some of the displaced uh, game day workers for the Indy, uh, for the Reds. Um, so putting that, that video together was just so much fun. Everybody's having a great time. I mean, I would have never expected that they would be out of baseball for the next five months, but, um, you know, it was, it was pretty cool to everybody, everybody come together so last minute and kind of, you know, come together as one. So those are some of my favorite videos. Just, uh, goes beyond, um, you know, goes beyond the game, brings everybody together. That's cool. Taiki, obviously, uh, you know, we're trying to get people to go watch these videos. Say they do like them, they enjoy everything you do. What's the best way? How they? How, how can they help you? Watch your videos and share them yeah. on social media and get, spread the word and buy a T-shirt once in a while? Yeah, that's basically pretty much it. Uh, you just go to our YouTube <laughs> channel. We're just uh, Momentum on YouTube. Our website is watch-momentum.com. Our social media handles are watch underscore momentum on Instagram and YouTube or Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So uh, we're out there. Uh, you can always go to Trevor's profile as well, Bauer Outage, and he's usually posting our stuff as well. So we're trying awesome. to get out there, um, you know, going through the YouTube rabbit hole. But, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of good content, stuff that you may haven't seen before uh, with players that you see on the field. So, um, yeah, cool. just continue on. Well, good luck. I know it's a tough business, but it, it's awesome when you get to see those finished products. And I uh, hope you get to see a whole lot more of that and we get 162 next year. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope so. Good luck to you and good luck to Trevor as well. You know, you guys together and the baseball career. Uh, uh, we're here in Cubs and Cardinals country, so a lot of people might like Trevor Bauer, but they're not going to root real hard for the Reds. So, <laughs> in fact, <they're> probably, <laughs> right. they might well, be a little tired of tired Trevor owning them here the last uh, last couple starts. <laughs> but it, it, well, it, it, it is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows? Maybe you'll end up in one of those spots or whatever with this free agency. So, I, I could also name you 10, 10 Reds fans, too, the Jim Pecks and Chris Siders of the world. So we do have Reds fans around here, too, just maybe not quite as many. Uh, Ty, Tyke, yeah. good luck, man. Yeah, sounds good. Appreciate you guys. Nice to talk to you, Tyke. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.